Are you tired of your content not getting the reach it deserves? Change that at Grow With Video Summit. From May 23rd through the 25th, join industry leaders like Gary Vee, Ali Abdal, Patrick Bet David, Cody Sanchez, and more for strategies that will elevate your visibility and engagement. So go to summit.thinkmedia.com to secure your ticket. Just click the link in the description or go to summit.thinkmedia.com. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the biggest opportunity for real estate agents in 2024. So Sean, can you tell us why real estate agents need to be using YouTube in today's market? Yeah, I think what's interesting about a 2024 world is that real estate in general is in a very precarious place. And so if you're a real estate agent, if you're a loan officer, if you're in the real estate game at all, the market is so slow, transactions are down. Some people might be doing it all right, but I know a lot of agents are struggling. And what you're ultimately looking for is you are trying to grab whatever piece of the market you can of buyers and sellers. So the questions that we should be asking is how, how do we do that? One of the answers is gonna be social media. And one of the best platforms, in my opinion, the best platform to be on is YouTube for a lot of practical reasons that we can unpack. But the big idea is so that you can survive this kind of real estate recession that's happening so that you can thrive, so that you can have your transactions up, um, so that you can continue to build your brand and so that you can also position yourself as a real estate agent or real estate professional for coming out of this market. I mean, let's survive through it. Let's thrive if possible, but let's also position ourselves now to make the next one, three, five, seven years of your career incredibly prosperous. Agents that have YouTube channels that are thriving just have an advantage over those that don't. Absolutely. So the the opportunity is real. The, the need is definitely there for uh, real estate agents to be moving on to YouTube, but why is YouTube so powerful? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple reasons. I think one of the biggest ones is actually just practical search. So let me tell you a story. Personally, um, real estate's maybe kind of a hobby for me. We definitely, uh, we've done some short-term rental stuff, a little bit of um, long-term rental stuff. We own a few properties. Um, I'm friends with a lot of agent agents. I've spoken at a lot of conferences, loan officer conferences. So I'm, I'm immersed maybe more in this category. We help business owners overall, but I'm heavy into real estate. So I think about, um, and then I look at real estate all the time. So the interesting story is one of the areas that I'm kind of looking and shopping in for our personal and for short-term rentals is Snohomish County. And Snohomish County is an hour north uh, or so of Seattle, Washington, which would be King County. And one of the things that I will do is as an elder millennial and all generations, but even younger generations, they're looking for information on the internet. I'll go to YouTube and I look for market updates. I'm looking for somebody that can give me specific niche market updates. And so I will look at Snohomish County real estate. And what's so fascinating is that in a 2024 world, there is still almost nobody making just basic videos about the Snohomish County market. And now we're talking about, I want to say 2 million people in that market, you know, I'm sure hundreds, thousands of agents, but it's wild when people think things are so crowded, there's barely anybody there. Now, one of the people I do see is actually somebody I went to high school. His name's Zach McDonald. And when I was doing this search to kind of look at what's happening now, what are the numbers? What are the opportunities? What what are the what's the unique information for this local context? I saw him. He's kind of consistent, 
but not even super consistent in Snohomish. Now I have multiple friends that create content and they're doing other platforms, but I'm like, you're not even doing the basic thing. Like you could be doing weekly, even month, you know, at minimum monthly market updates. And what's so cool about real estate is it's a little bit different than other things where there's that real time opportunity, meaning things are always changing rates up, rates down, what's happening now, how's inventory now, educating buyers um, and sellers about the opportunity of this season. This is what you should do because things slow down around this month. And so to summarize, um, I think the myth people could believe is that YouTube is crowded, but I would argue that for most smaller towns, different regions, different counties, it's not as crowded as you think. I could hear the argument that in Las Vegas, where we are recording this right now, um, Dallas or something, there's going to be certain areas that there's maybe more competition. But even saying, even if there's already somebody dominating or a few channels doing it, that's practical, search-based. Um, and then I think expanding on the idea of search is also just pros and cons of moving to this particular city or this particular you know area, um, six things you should know before you move. And you stack up all these different factors. Search-based means you can get discovered when nobody knows you. You can create strategic videos that people find not just by searching YouTube, but even by searching Google, especially because if I search, if I type in, you know, Snohomish real estate market, January, you know, 2024, when, when nobody else has made content on it or only two people have, you're at the top of search. And when we start thinking about one transaction, one lead can change your life. You know, it can, it could help you, especially if you have no transactions happening. Of course, 510 a month can really change an agent's life. So you don't need hundreds of views or even thousands of views on the video. You just need the right views. So if you could think about the search, what are people searching for? What kind of videos can you make? And that can then attract people to you. Um, and then I think the next benefit is the fact that video accelerates no like, and trust. So people, if they're just trying to kind of cold call an agent or they just get online and they search for somebody, it actually accelerates them deciding if they like you or not, which is very helpful because they go, okay, this person answered my questions. They seem knowledgeable. They, they've given me RIA, results in advance. They've given me knowledge in advance. They've added value to me in advance. It's scaled because you uploaded a YouTube video. You've been busy all week, but that video is working for you, being discovered in search. They watch a few videos. Then they call you. Then they, you know, shoots you an email, shoots you a text. And they're like, man, you know, I discovered you on YouTube. Um, so cool to, uh, you know, hear some, I got to know you a little bit and I heard, you know, you wove in a little story. I heard you got some kids. I got kids too. And you're kind of, you're building some rapport even before you get on the phone, some trust, even before you get on the phone, we have some students who following our strategies do deals without even meeting people. There's DocuSign is happening all digital because of YouTube, no like, and trust. So there's so many benefits, you know, that's why we, we, even as long as this podcast can be in as much value as we can cover, it's actually why we're doing a whole separate class um, because there's massive opportunity to grow in real estate using YouTube right now. Yes, we just performed like this huge nationwide study all about getting started on YouTube. And one of the stats that was revealed was, I believe it's like 42% of people said that they were more likely to work with a service provider if they had a YouTube channel. That's that's huge. It's 42% of all people, almost 50% 
would choose somebody who's on YouTube over somebody who's not. And so just that idea, like you're saying, of accelerating no like and trust, personally, I am it's like 100% for me. I'm going to use somebody if they have an online presence because I need to be this this new era. We need to see that. We need to see your presence online in order to even validate you as a service provider. I think that's the new standard. I agree. And our friend Rory Vaden, he's actually one of the people that helped us perform that study and, and hooked us up with the agency that helped us. He did a nationwide study about personal brand, which is so intertwined. And similarly, that people will pay more if you've got a personal brand online that they could trust. Mm-hmm. They'd rather work with you if you got a personal brand. So agents kind of, I think, already understand that. In the old school way, it's that nice headshot, those photo shots. You're on a bus stop. You're on signs. You're putting out flyers. You're thinking about all that stuff. That stuff's not even bad. I think that sometimes as people go digital, you should continue to do uh, maybe some of those things if they're effective. But now in the new school, where are people? They're on Instagram. They're on social. They're on YouTube. And 100%, it elevates your brand. And back to the Snohomish story. If we're in a market where I asked my friend Anton, who's not just an agent, but he runs a whole team and he is doing apartments and flips and all kinds of stuff. He's pretty busy. He's got a partner. They're doing all kinds of stuff. I said, how many people do you think agents and loan officers may get wiped out and not be able to survive this coming real estate recession just with transactions going lower? And if the Fed stays higher for longer, interest rates stay higher, and it's just the housing market is frozen. My friend Michael Zuber says the housing market is broken, but transactions will still happen. Deaths, uh, marriages um, or divorces, people forced to move, forced to move for their career. There's, so there's always going to be transactions. It's just not as fluffy as it once was or the volume uh, that it once was. He said 80%. He goes, I think 80% of agents and loan officers are going to go out of business wow. in the next six to 12 months. So my argument is for sure he's somewhat right whatever the number is, how do you then create insurance? How do you just protect yourself? Well, you then you got to be in that 20%. So if there's 10 agents, eight don't have a YouTube channel and they don't invest in a personal brand, two do, other factors are certainly involved. Of course, you got to know your stuff and you got to be putting in the work. But like you're, you're just going to lose to the person who listens to this podcast, starts, takes action, invest in this kind of stuff. And so you want to stack the deck in your favor and be thinking about how you can prepare, how you can pivot, how you can embrace modern technology um, and where attention is. And so I think it's just a no brainer, especially in good times as well, but especially in hard times. Well, and there's a whole nother layer to this and I'm, I'm skipping ahead and probably where we should be in this conversation, but there's a whole nother layer to this. That's also income stacking, right? So it's not just about even being that 20% that survives and keeps getting transactions, but it's also about creating other paths of um, revenue for your business when, and YouTube provides that as well. Yeah, and what's wild is here's a tactic that's fascinating is Anton uh, created, and I do coaching with him. And again, he's a friend up in Snohomish doing lots of different real estate stuff. And because he has diversified his business, because sometimes the question comes up, do I only focus local? Can I also give advice that might be international? Not probably international, maybe, but uh, nationwide. Because if you get awareness, views, leads nationwide, you know, are you 
where's your license? What states are you licensed in? Well, there's different creative ideas that people do because leads are valuable in general. Sometimes there's an exchange. You split a commission if you introduce somebody to an agent in a different state. So he has a form that he promotes to people that has like maybe 12, 10 or 12 boxes. What are you interested in? Are you interested in buying? Are you interested in selling? Are you interested in investing? Are you interested in wholesaling? Are you interested in uh, land? Do you, are you interested in collaboration? Because when you start thinking a little bit bigger and outside of the box, if you only have two magic tricks in your bag of tricks, great. But you're going to be more limited than the person that has 10, 20. And so getting into YouTube and starting to use it practically to survive and thrive right now in real estate, great. But then think about how your world can expand, your brand can expand, you can expand into all kinds of income streams, one of which being that YouTube itself will pay you eventually. And real estate is also one of the highest RPM, CPM topics. And so to clarify what that is for listeners, that's just the amount of money YouTube pays you for 1,000 views. And if you compare it to one of the lowest RPM, CPM niches and topics would be something like cat videos or like silly dancing videos from TikTok, just because you think about who is watching them. But when you're talking about personal finance, finance, real estate, the CPMs and the RPMs go way up. And so there's so many downstream benefits from punching fear in the face, getting started on YouTube, learning a new skill set. And um, it's really just the tip of the iceberg to maybe get a transaction or two increase you know, per month as you get started. But later on, there's a lot of good that can come your way when you master YouTube. Absolutely. I was just talking to somebody in our community who has, uh, she is in Hawaii, so there's an advantage to that, but she's a real estate agent in Hawaii. And she is seeing so many views coming in just from people just wanting to look at houses in Hawaii. I am one of those people who loves watching like house tours and things. I'm not even in the market, but I just am curious. And so she has built her YouTube channel and gained more subscribers and views. And and again, bringing in that second um, income stream just because people love to watch. And so she's gotten really good at creating those kinds of videos. So again, that income stacking, opening up new opportunities and supplementing her income while also still bringing in new leads for her primary business. So the opportunity is huge. And like we said, it's necessary for people to take advantage of it in 2024. So with that said, what was your advice for real estate agents who are just getting started on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. I think one, um, you got to start before you're ready. You might have a few, few things going through your mind. Okay, I get the benefit, but now Sean, Melissa, what if people judge me? Um, what if, what if I get criticism? What if I look dumb? I don't really know what to say. Well, number one, make sure you're subscribed and make sure what's, I mean, you just were telling me what is the URL for the class? We got, we got a pretty URL for it. Realtubeclass.com. Okay. So we're going to be doing a free class. So definitely register for the class. We'll get into more nitty gritty and we'll link that up in the show notes. Realtubeclass.com. Um, but there's, okay, what if I look down? What if I get criticism? I had a phone conversation with a, f- a friend who's a, uh, it was an in-person conversation who actually a bivocational pastor, uh, her and her husband are leading a church and then doing real estate and that's their way of making income. And a lot of the conversation was actually about, do I need a fancy camera? I want to project a certain image. I want to look professional. 
legitimate point there. We oftentimes say, you know, don't worry about that. But and, and but my encouragement was, okay, the same as you would want to, however you want to dress, present yourself, get your hair did, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Well, for sure. But I was like, um, and, and where her mindset was at is I know a few people I could hire that could be videographers and that could help me. And what I would encourage listeners that may have that mindset of maybe overthinking it. What if I don't, you know, what if somebody judges me? Cause I, I don't have the look or the vibe and I'm like, listen, no, your smartphone. In fact, my advice to her was make videos in your car. Here's why. Your car actually is like an audio booth. You know when you, it's kind of noisy outside, there's lots of road, road noise, and then you close the door to your car, and it's like, boom, calm, quiet. Um, that actually is one of the best environments to make videos simply. Now, secondly, the, it is actually pretty good lighting, because if it's the daytime, you've got light coming in, but it's kind of softened a little bit if you're not like actually having direct sunlight hitting you, just general daylight. You got good audio. And then I was like, you know, set your phone on your dash and for many we probably already have one but you may have like a dash mount for your phone so you can look at the map when you're driving around and then maybe plug in a wireless microphone or something like that in fact we usually don't recommend gear on the podcast but there's a uh, wireless microphone that's 20 or 30 dollars on amazon we'll link it up in the description uh you could either get the USB-C plug-in or the iphone plug-in plug that into your phone and you can shoot videos if it's less than 60 seconds make it vertical Boom, that's a YouTube short. Hey, I just want to give you the, you know, this week's market update in 60 seconds or less. Thing one you need to know, thing two you need to know. Um, you could do answering specific questions. Hey, people always ask me, what are the three things I should look for if I'm trying to decide what my budget is for my house? Like we teach answer specific questions, one question, one video. If it's going to take you longer than a minute, then you flip the, make sure you have a dash mount or get one. Um, we can look some of those up too, although probably you want a specific one for your car that works with your vent or whatever, but that's, that's the move and, and forget the mic even I recommend it, but the car is quiet enough. You already have a phone, get in your car, 60 seconds or less vertical horizontal. If you want to do like a five minute uh, video, maybe get a little ruled notepad and write down a few notes if you wanted to say, give the market update. And you could say, hey, you know, Sean here with your uh, market update for this week, uh, new home sales, this is what's happening. These are some of the opportunities. This is what rates are at, um, if you need anything. And and just get started. Start before you're ready because people are overthinking, do I need a fancy studio? And of course, if you're going to do a listing and you want to do a listing on your channel, like you said in Hawaii with a fancy videographer maybe, or, or higher end gear because you really want to show the house off and you get somebody to do drone as well. That's, that's kind of a separate conversation. So there is the ability to expand the type of content formats you have. But what I want to do is start simple. I've learned that complexity is the enemy of execution. Don't worry about anybody else. Start with your phone. Start simple. Start in your car or just at a home office or your real estate office and Start answering specific questions. Start doing some market updates. Start doing some vertical videos, which can also then be used on Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, which can bring you uh, leads in all places. One of Anton's strategies, he is actually, it's taken about a year. Now he's doing a video podcast. He's doing some other things. His initial goal was to do one vertical video a day, more or less answering a specific question per day, a tip, 
And in some cases, because he's looking at investors too, he'd say, in the Pacific Northwest, do you see this moss? So sometimes he's in the field. Maybe he has somebody with him that just films him on his phone, no fancy gear. See this moss? One of the things we do to treat this you know, moss and protect homes like this and get their roof, just sharing tips, sharing value. Um, and so 99% of people are overthinking and I don't blame them. I mean, it's a, there's a lot that's running on your head. You get into your own self-talk and you gotta just make the decision to legitimately punch fear in the face and press the record button and then upload it. And so what Anton would do is he'd upload it on Instagram, Facebook Reels, TikTok, YouTube Shorts. Now he's going super heavy YouTube as you can. And that's one of the biggest things we teach. It's kind of a workflow and we have some checklists and stuff so that you can kind of simplify all this stuff. But that would be my thing. I would say, start with your phone, start simple, and then you can always scale up as you go. And that's where things kind of get exciting because eventually money's coming in, more money's coming in. You may have the vision to build a media studio similar, you know, what if what if we got some better microphones and some better cameras and maybe eventually hiring a team or video editors or an assistant. The big vision eventually would be to have a media company within your company. The media arm of whatever you're doing in real estate, whether that's just one shredditor, producer, shooter, editor kind of person that you work with, um, one of the things Anton d- did would, was he delegated to the admin assistant at uh, Keller Williams to help caption the videos and edit the videos on. He had two Samsungs. He bought a new one that became his phone and he used his old one dedicated just to video. You don't even have to do that, but that's what he did. And then he delegated, um, hey, it's very easy to throw captions on these videos. You can do it yourself. But think about it. Maybe there's somebody in your office, maybe there's a, a, a spouse or a partner that you work with, and he pays a little bit of money to his son to also help edit, which is such a, there's so many side benefits. I mean, how cool is that to now be getting, enrolling people in your world to start teaching them skills, getting them involved. And Anton's a friend, so he's going to be okay if I say this. Like when it first started out, it's the captions, in my opinion, look kind of ugly sometimes. and They're done a little bit wrong and it's not how I would have done it. And he wasn't like opening the videos, you know, like like we pros would do at Think Media. But here was his secret. He started. He started before he's ready. And now six months into it, a year into it, a year and half into it, investing in himself, investing in coaching, investing in courses, investing in masterminds, he's a whole nother person. And he's still early on. He's becoming a, a real estate media mogul on top of the other things. And maybe that's the last thing I'd say to an answer to that. It's like, start before you're ready, skill up and invest in yourself. And then also be patient though, because these things do take time. People are too hard on themselves. They try, they upload four YouTube shorts. They, um, you know, try this for one week or one month. The real key is to stick with it over time, especially because your competitors, they'll be too busy. They'll, they won't figure out the systems to get all this done. They will get tired. They will maybe get discouraged. If you can crash through all those quitting points and persevere, it's less about how great you're going to be at this and the results you're getting in six months. It's more interesting in 16 months how much deal flow, how much momentum you can build. And so to just sneak one other tip in there, as I would say, like develop your mindset and prepare your mind to not give up when you don't get quick results in one day. Too many, or people, if you try it for one day or one week, and then you're like, oh, I listened to the podcast with Melissa and Sean, and it it doesn't work. I'd be like, "Mm, you didn't actually hear what we were saying. 
Uh, I've seen a lot of people when they follow kind of our frameworks get quick results, but for most, you you definitely want to have a three month, six month mindset, and 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 also like what else you're gonna do if the phone's not you know ringing. And if transactions are slow and you're thinking about where to invest your time and your week, hustle on all kinds of different market marketing types of things and and fulfillment types of things. But I think um, the final tip there to give a little more context is also set a manageable schedule. At first, it may t- oh, I'm setting the phone up in the car and I did it wrong and oh, it's kind of frustrating. It took a little bit longer. But I think you could sustain even daily vertical videos, which was, by the way, Anton's plan. One vertical video a day. He did it for like six months in a row. That's a, was 31 videos a month, you know, times six. Um, then he maybe fell off a bit, but it was down to like 20 and still super significant. And so commit to, to doing that and uh, you'll be blown away by the results over time. You'll get better over time. So those are a few tips. Well, that's why there's even more urgency in starting now because you might not really see those results like blowing up like you really want for a year, a year and a half down the road. So start now. Like you need to be starting now so that you are getting those results later on, because like you're saying, it isn't immediate. And so it is going to take time to build that influence. So I know we're going to cover this more on the the class that we're doing, but can you give maybe like the top three videos that you'd recommend um, real estate agents create? Yeah, I think number one, ASQ, answer specific questions. So brainstorm with us, especially if you have a chance to pull your car over or uh, put the dumb barbells down, uh, dumbbells down and open up your phone, open up a notepad. And what are the top five, 10, 15, 20 questions that you just get asked on, on the phone from your prospects, from your clients? They say, Hey, you know, if they're asking you for advice, what are, what are the top of mind questions? If you write down 20 of those, then you could plan out your next 20 days for your car situation. Sun's up. You got your coffee with you. Hey, Sean Candleback, you know, one of the questions people ask, or is now a good time to buy? Should I buy now? Here's three things to think about. Um, How much house can you afford? Here's three tips, you know, so answering specific questions, it would be the first thing I would go to make a list of those one video, one question. And sometimes how long should the video be? Again, you could give the less than 60 second answer that works very good for vertical video, YouTube shorts and other places. But what's also interesting about these, this subject is, is now a good time to buy could also be an hour video. So you, you start learning that topics have kind of some elasticity to them. You could answer the question in 30 seconds, three minutes, 30 minutes, and all are good because depending on the amount of detail people want, even the way the YouTube algorithms, a 30 minute mini presentation, let's say. So in this case, maybe you eventually get your computer set up, webcam, lighting, a decent microphone. Um, I teach a lot. I think media community would know that I do this a lot. It's the way on Coffee with Cannell, I'll share my screen or in our web classes, I, I teach off of like a presentation. A presentation of good data, some different things. And by the way, if that feels too overwhelming, then stick with the shorter, but there's ways to scale it up. So that's kind of, that's one would be answering specific questions. Um, These are questions as well, but as far as some more specific video ideas, consider what people are searching for when they're moving. Because one of the biggest powerful things about YouTube is we're living in a new world where people can now do their own research 
about a million things on their mind when they're thinking about moving to a new place. And that's probably one of your biggest opportunities for clientele. And so what was interesting is Anton and I were having a conversation about Snohomish County. And this will maybe put some meat on the bones strategically is you want to think about the words people use, the search terms they use, the cities they might use. And what was funny about Snohomish is I was like, actually, maybe not a lot of people searching for that. And we started joking. And it was like, people think it, it, it actually, they don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Snowweemish? Is it Snowhomie-ish? You know, and, and what, and so we started saying, are they searching North Seattle? Are they searching Seattle? Are they searching Seattle is the anchor? Are they searching Pacific Northwest? Are they searching Washington? What are some of the different angles? And then are they searching best cities to live in Washington? Um, Seattle, like rurals. So you, and then the answer to that too would be eventually do all the above because each of those becomes a different inroad because you don't necessarily know. But the more you also talk to your customers, prospects, and the, the current customers or prospects you have, and you think through this YouTube lens and this search lens and this media lens, that gives you the opportunity to then say, okay, so pros and cons of, of moving to a particular area. And you, I know you said three ideas. These are really actually more than three ideas. And we get into some specific tactics. If I would put a third on there, we talk about one of our favorite strategies is the versus strategy. And we use it like Canon R50 versus the Sony ZV-1, two different cameras. Uh, we Our students use it like uh, element electrolytes versus relight electrolytes um, for those that are salty and like to drink salt and get their day started. So uh, you could think about versus in so many different categories. It might even be trying to understand global conflicts or whatnot, because people are, when they're in this point of contrast, so you might be talking about like socialism versus capitalism. It's a good video idea. Explain both. Help me understand it. Well, how could that apply to real estate? So then back in Snohomish, the area that I'd be thinking about shopping in, you might say like Everett versus Marysville, pros and cons of these cities, cost, and and what ends up happening too is you get these all these specific video ideas that are almost endless because when somebody has narrowed down a buying decision, where do they want to buy their house? This is what we've learned. They've narrowed down. What camera do I want to buy? Okay, I, I know I'm trying to decide between the Canon R50 and the Canon ZV-E10. Man, it shows so much intent by the time they're at that level of education. So then you could go broader on some topics. You could go regional. You could get like nation, best cities in a in America, cheapest cities to, you know, you might tie into Boeing, which is up in the Northwest or Amazon or, you know, consequences like Amazon might move. So you could start getting into news. Now we're going way past three. So one, if you're listening to this, register for the class so we could put some more handles on this. But I hope that this is stimulating a lot of ideas because the opportunities are truly endless. And the way we observe YouTube right now, it is a blue ocean. It is a wide open opportunity if you understand the strategy, if you punch fear in the face and develop the skills, if you commit to this and you know scale it up over time. Um, I'm not trying to say it's easy, but there's nobody doing it. There's nobody, do, and, and even people that are doing it, they're not doing it well. They're being very inconsistent with it. And they're definitely not doing it at the strategic level that we talk about here at Think Media. So 
Um, I'm not saying it's going to pop off overnight, but if you start applying this even decently well, you're going to build so much more momentum and eventually you're going to have 5, 10, 15, 20 videos. This might sound overwhelming. Eventually you have 500 videos that are all like different pathways into your business, into your real estate business. One of the analogies we use is we say a YouTube video is like an employee that you pay once that works for you for free for weeks, months, and years to come. Meaning this, how valuable would it be for you to maybe you've hired somebody on your team or you work for, you know, uh, some reality group and there's that newer team member that that's the one that does door hangers or that's the one that, you know, is actually doing certain showings and they're, they're spending their time doing something, which gives you more scale. Okay, great. So think about a YouTube video. It took you the time, maybe the energy, maybe a little bit of emotional pressure because you're getting started and, and the learning curve, et cetera. And time is money. But once you invest those resources into that video and that video sits on the internet and now over the next one month, six months, 12 months, even years, when just one person is like, oh, do I move to Everett or Marysville? They find your video. No like and trust is built. You put in the, the payment of time and energy into making that video only one time, but it's bringing you a lead. It's bringing you a prospect a year later, two years later, and you forgot about it. So now why is your phone running, ringing off the hook? Why are, are, is the form on your website being filled out at a crazy level? And you're like, man, there's leads coming in every day. There's leads coming in every month, 50, 100, 150, 200 leads qualified because this person has narrowed down that they want to either move to this city or that city. They're calling you because now they just want to decide. They have narrowed down that they kind of like your vibe because again, we would teach not just being practical, but weaving in little things uh, about your personality, which you would probably already do, your your social skills, a great book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I mean, these are some of the things that um, are the skill sets that work great in service uh, positions. And so as you start learning how to weave that into your videos, you you did all this work that we're talking about. I know it sounds like work. Thomas Edison said, opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and it looks like work. Yeah, there's a learning curve here. Yeah, there's some work, but what's waiting for you on the other side? Wealth, impact, and serving your customers and helping people. And so if you're listening to this, you can do this. And um, those are a few thoughts. Uh, One of the most common follow-up questions we get when you start talking about the ASQ method is how do I find these questions that people are asking? And I would say like, talk to someone like me because as Sean's talking through all this, like all I can think, Sean, is, I would specifically, you mentioned the question of, um, is now the right time to buy? I would watch a video that said, is now the right time to buy in Las Vegas? Because that's going to trigger something in me that's like, well, there must be something specific to my city and now I want to know. And you're talking about, um, in what, like it could be, is now the right time to buy in Washington? And you just can talk about anything that's specific to the state, you know, the migration of people and how that's affecting prices and stuff. Like there's all those nuances that people can speak to. So talk to somebody who is looking or is a newbie in your in your area, so in real estate, and ask them what their questions are and make videos on that, right? Is that- 100%. And what you also- discover is that it really is endless. I mean, even as we talk, I'm like, there's certain states that have also certain incentives. Yes. Like buyer exactly. certain programs. And, you know, again, you start educating people. Like, so there's also the opportunity, of course, as a loan officer to do this. And then there's also an opportunity as an agent to get educated about that side of things, to bring maybe the loan officer you work with 
out on as a guest. Now they're sitting with you in the car. You're like, hey, today I'm here and uh, let's talk about rates. Let's talk about locking in rates. Let's talk about credit. Let's talk about, you know, uh, how to improve your credit and all these different things. So it really does uh, get exciting. That's why we like to say you cannot steer a parked car. Get moving, get making the videos, get a few under your belt. But eventually, this is a fact. There is unlimited videos and good topics to make that will bring you business. And the reason I can say that for a fact is not only how expansive the different details are about just kind of the complexities and different, you know, schools, restaurants, what it's like to live certain areas, safety, crime, like all kinds of different things. But it's also then always changing. It's always a new year. It's always a new quarter. It's always a new situation with rates. So you actually have the, that's why the media company idea is it's not like you're, you're, you're thinking about, I'm going to start creating content for a while and then stop. You could do that and, and receive some benefit. I think one of the big mindset shifts is really this needs to become a habit and a lifestyle. This is just modern marketing. And if you're not in a healthy relationship with Sam, you're going to lose in 2024. What's that mean? SAM stands for sales and marketing. You always have to be nurturing SAM, encouraging SAM. What is SAM's love languages? The five love languages, Gary Chapman. You got to love SAM. And a lot of people also sometimes don't love SAM. Can I just, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to do sales and marketing. No, you, that is so important. I mean, you're in business. You're a service provider. So, so you not only want to be skilling up in your sales and marketing, um, Sam is a, is a big deal. And, and, and by the way, YouTube's future is incredibly bright. I mean, there's more people watching content than ever before, but, and we see for sure a five-year, uh, horizon, but I could see a whole decade of, and beyond of YouTube, um, prospering, but you can't lose doing this because the skill sets you got to learn regardless is even if it wasn't YouTube 10 years from now, you still got to learn video because it could be video somewhere. You still got to learn how to communicate on video, how to hook, how to grab attention, um, how to create the teams and systems around this. So that's cause, that's why I'd also say a media company. YouTube's the clear winner, clear leader, owned by Google. Experts would say internally, externally, that it's really not going anywhere. So it's a great, it's great ground to build on. But future-wise, you want to future-proof your business by elevating your marketing period. That's the bigger category that we're talking about here. How can you be world-class at marketing in such a way that you are never starving or hungry for leads, that you're never, dig your well before you're thirsty, that you've created so much momentum and so much business and such a full pipeline and such an endlessly full pipeline. And let's think about the day-to-day practical, like just putting in the work and getting one or two leads. But let's also talk about what happens eventually that as you skill up and as you master what we teach and as you commit to this and as you commit to it over the long haul, 99% of content creators we coach, eventually, I don't know if it's gonna be in three months, I don't know if it's gonna be in seven months, they'll get a breakout video. And we call it VFM, viral for me. So it may not be a billion views. In fact, in, in real estate, especially in a niche city, there's, it's, we're not talking about, you know, Charlie bit my finger or like some Taylor Swift music video. It's a different kind of category. But when we say viral for me, there's so much value you can have in real estate getting even 10, a hundred views a video. Cause if it's the right views that could lead to a transaction. Great. If you get 5,000, 10,000, 75,000, 155,000 views, 
And you start thinking about having the right things in place so that those views can translate into people giving you their phone number, their email, you can text them, whatever, filling out your form. You you were sitting there and you're like, man, it's kind of been a slog, but it's been great because I've, I've got, you know, 100 leads a month, about 67% of those convert. So I got, you know, six to seven transactions a month. That'd be pretty good. You know, uh, man, not even that many, you know, one to two transactions a month. Like, let's be real practical. But then- it all hits because you commit to this 45 days from now, 90 days from now, you go, oh my gosh, you go to sleep, you wake up and you're like, Sean and Mel were right. And a video, you're like, it just keeps getting views. It's like being, it's being sucked into the algorithm. And then, and then your team's also a little overwhelmed or you're overwhelmed because you're like, you wake up and you got 155 people to follow up with like in one day. And then it keeps coming in day after day. When you commit to the YouTube game, that's waiting for you. If you commit to scaling up, you know, learning this, like it, it just happens. And, and it's with all the expertise we have, and we teach a seven hour framework ultimately in our course, Video Rakit Academy, we just say, just keep working the system, just keep following the seven R's. And of, of course, like every time we want, we wish the video would do amazing. But what I've just learned being on YouTube for 17 years now, since I was first doing it for my local church, um, is that it's just eventually going to happen when you follow the system. And sometimes I'm like, this will be the video. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't the video. It still did good. Got 2,500 views. Great. I'm willing to do that all day long. If if that was all I ever got, I would do that if I've mapped it towards the economics that make my business work. But then I'm always surprised. We just look back over the last year, the last couple of months, and I was like, I never thought that episode would have been the one that got 75,000 views. Well, I'm shocked that that YouTube short and on on a in our niche, uh, one of our YouTube shorts on Think Media right now is literally at 37 million views. Hilariously, too. I would have never guessed that it would have gone to that. 37 million, Melissa, views. And, and that's literally what's waiting for people listening to this. But it's waiting, again, on the other side of positioning yourself right and, uh, and just getting into it, committing to it over the long haul. And what are you willing to, number one, of course, make this practical. I know money's got to come in in a, in a reasonable amount of time or deal flow or leads has to come in. But are you willing to do this for three years? If your breakout moment was three and a half years from now, are you willing to do this, you know, for five, five years? And I hope you say yes. Meaning, are you willing to commit to marketing? Cause so yes. And so if, if you can do well for the next 12 to 24 to 36 months, great. But, but are you willing to commit to this now and get a little bit uncomfortable so that in three and a half years, all of a sudden you're like, dude, my, my business five to 10 X and what happens when rates really drop and what happens when, no matter how long the real estate recession or the freeze is, what happens while others have gotten taken out, but you're still here and you survived, but now you're powerfully positioned so that when the wind comes back and fills your sales, maybe it's not even just your sales, you built a fleet. Boom, all of a sudden you're like, oh, then it got super crazy. And then people go, man, you were so lucky. Wow, all of a sudden you just like your business like 10X, you got so lucky. And you're like, no, I didn't get lucky. I actually started positioning myself at the beginning of 2024 to capitalize on all of the above. I was very intentional and strategic and I just put the right ingredients in place. I don't like to judge my life by the harvest I'm reaping. I like to judge my life by the seeds that I'm sowing. And when I think about seeds, just smart, strategic YouTube videos planted over time, confident that I'm going to reap a harvest. I don't necessarily know when. I think about the Bible verse that says, do not grow weary 
in doing good because in due time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. That's what you're doing. You're stacking your marketing and your assets and your resources. Every YouTube video is like a seed that you're planting. Just keep watering this system and then allow it to grow and you're gonna be shocked by the harvest waiting for you on the other side. One of the other most common follow-up questions we get when we talk through this is competition. Like how, there's so much competition out there. So how do people stand out um, in their individual videos? Well, I think what's kind of cool is actually number one, um, nobody's you. And so I think you should amplify you. You gotta be you times two. You know, you were born an original, don't die a copy. And here's what I mean is, For some people, they have a preference for who they work with, be that gender, be that ethnicity, be that that age. So these are things that you just kind of want to amplify. And if you are comfortable and, and you're in your thumbnail, meaning the YouTube thumbnail that you upload, a photo of you might be the very thing that repels somebody, which is also great because it's a filtering system. If they had some, if they had some reason they didn't want to work with you, because like I just want to work with a a female agent, not a male agent. Great, the internet was filtering that for you, you know. Like, but thinking about how you present yourself, you, uh, you know, one of the things we teach is people don't just follow the what; they follow the why. People like to connect with and work with people that have shared beliefs and shared values. That's also why peppering in things into your video that is true. It also has a practical marketing purpose because when someone starts saying, okay, this person was giving me good information, but then I also started to learn about them like, oh, like they're a real family person. And which is there's single agents are can crush. And maybe the single agent's perspective is like the dating scene here is great. Flip side is the family's perspective is like, the communities and the schools and the churches seen here is great. These are all unique things about you. So I think it's about just truly being you because you're going to serve the people that are naturally attracted to you the best, but you know, present yourself the best way and weave in those little details. That's what makes the competition irrelevant because literally nobody is you. Now, also then saying that, I think one way to stand out from the competition is just doing it because the competition isn't. And I mean that sincerely that like if they are doing it, they're probably not doing it consistently. And if they, um, or, or at all, and they're also probably not doing it strategically. So even though you see people, you start using think media's bag of tricks and you've got 36 distinct advantages over the person who's not making this or that video, but let's take it all the way down to, okay, they actually, they do kind of look like you, you know, it's sort of the same vibe, same age, same situation, crowded city, bigger city. Okay, fine. Um, what I also start to think about is just doing it and getting in the game. You don't even have to be number one. You can still do very well if you're number 10 or 25. By again, just some people are afraid that like the question was already asked um, or answered by another competitor in my city. Yeah, but you should do it too. And oh, that competitor is already getting 25,000 views a video. They're established. Well, why don't you start and get the 250 views? It makes me think like, well, Coke already made cola, so nobody else can. Well, no, Pepsi could. Well, that's the big two. They took the whole market. No, there's like Jones Soda, RC Cola, if anybody knows that throwback. And it makes me think of drones when I think about tech because we go to CES. And what I learned was that DJI, 
the main consumer drone company has like 80% of the market of drones, which is wild and can be discouraging. But then we flip it. We walk through the halls of CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And I'm like, there's like 40 drone companies here. And, And they're making millions of dollars a year. Now, maybe DJI is making billions of dollars a year. But I think that's the the mindset block when it comes to competition. I'm not necessarily saying you're going to be the top dog number one, but back to the fact that 80% of agents are not even going to be in business in the next 12 months. When you get into the YouTube game, just get your piece of the pie, which might be enough to survive or might be enough to double the business you're doing right now, et cetera. So yeah, the competition is doing it. You just do it also. Like you do it as well. Get into the game. Take a, a, you might have a smaller piece of market share, but that market share is still there. And in a 2024 world, you're not too late. Not only have most agents still not started and most people in the real estate game across the board, they still have not started. They're not doing it. They're especially not doing it in local regions. Um, so you're, you're not too late. And then also most are not doing it well and they're not doing it consistently. So what is cool about that is there's also gonna be different factors of talent and charisma. But I think talent is overrated. Hustle beats talent when talent doesn't hustle. And most won't hustle. They won't put in the work. They won't get uncomfortable. So there's certain things you you can't control, like maybe genetics. But the things you can control is like work ethic, how much you're going to study, how much you're going to invest in yourself, how much you're going to put in a little bit extra. Are you willing? And I don't think this would surprise people, but I think people underestimate just how many people kind of do the bare minimum or just, or they just don't know this information. And so I just say, just, just do it just because there's competition. Um, I mean, one final illustration there is like when there is something that is desirable and people got to move, even if it's less transactions, there's still transactions. They still want to move. They still want to buy houses, uh, move up, move down, sell, downsize, kids are out of the house, empty nesters. It's always happening, right? It's just never going to not happen. I think about Think Media. So you could say we're one of the bigger players talking about cameras. And over the years, one of the famous cameras that we talked about was the Canon M50. And we've probably made 30 videos about the Canon M50 that have all gotten anywhere from maybe 30,000 views to close to a million views. And you would think, okay, well, Think Media has actually probably exhausted this topic. I would agree. That's, that's pretty true. And well, they're already established millions of subscribers. So what's the point of trying? Okay. That's the mistake because if you go and search the Canon M50 and you type that into YouTube and then you scroll and you look at how many different channels have talked about it, the same things that we've talked about it and different ang- uh, different angles on it, meaning maybe it, the best you know wildlife photography lenses for the Canon M50. We've actually never done that one. So that's a different angle. See, if you've never done that county, that city, that niche thing in real estate, it's a different angle. But even direct same videos as ours essentially top it. It is shocking. There is thousands of people that have made videos about the Canon M50. And while maybe some of our videos have gotten a million views, there are thousands of people that have gotten 5,500 views, 18,000 views, 32,000 views, 300,000 views. And we kind of stopped talking about it because even though it's still a great older camera, um, it's a little bit more outdated now. There's people saying, is the Canon M50 still relevant in 2024? And that video gets 33,000 views. So competition, like competition is, is, 
is an excuse for most that it just isn't true. Just get in the game, like get your hat in the ring. It doesn't mean you'll be number one, but are you okay being a smaller drone company? Are you okay being Jones Soda or RC Cola and still crushing it in a smaller niche? I would recommend, and we'll link it up in the show notes, that people listen to our positioning episodes of the podcast because we talked about that the book positioning, and I break down all these takeaways as related to kind of online marketing, was that exact thing. Your, your goal is not to try to defeat Coke or Pepsi, your goal is to figure out your unique difference would be the other way you approach competition. And or your goal is also to just take that small market share. If if someone's doing millions a year, are you okay doing a couple hundred K a year because of the smaller, smaller market share? I would think most agents listening would be like, yeah, that sounds really nice. I would love to do that. That's the kind of thing waiting for you. And of course, you know, if you're in some super small town, is it that like the economics of a couple hundred grand a year might not exist because you're like, Sean, there's 1,100 people in my town. You're like, okay, well, that's then that's a whole other thing. That's a conversation about moving or going. There's like YouTube or not. There's literally not enough volume, no matter what the market is, because there's 16 people on a dirt road. Okay, you know, so there's there's all kinds of factors, but um, I, I would say stop worrying about the competition, get started, and you'll be shocked by the results when you stick with it. You've shared so many ideas and strategies that I'm sure um, are just getting everyone's wheels spinning. So what are the exact, like succinct next three steps for any real estate agent listening to this? Yeah, so the next three steps, I mean, I actually want to challenge. Step number one is go record your first video right now. Like, as soon, like, like, oh, I got a busy day. No, you don't. Come on, relax. Like, you, I know, we all do. Like, so, you know, schedule either immediately after this podcast, not even schedule, do it immediately after this podcast or do it by end of day. Man, when you feel that fire, you can make it happen. I know it's like, uh, for example, if my wife, Sonia, needs something, no matter how busy my day is, and I and she says, I need that by five, it wasn't on my list before she said she needed it, but guess what's going to happen, Melissa? It's going to be done by five. Like that's, by that's, five, yeah. <laughs> things have been changed because priorities have shifted and we, st- we stop making excuses. It's like, give yourself a deadline. And I would say, make your first video. And saying that, make it vertical, less than 60 seconds, shoot it on your phone, upload it on YouTube, YouTube Shorts. Now I'm assuming you have started a channel. And if you haven't, then do that like Gmail. Oh, Sean, Melissa, I don't know how to start a YouTube channel. Okay. I I almost want to like not let you listen to the podcast anymore. If you just said that in your mind, oh, how do I actually set up a channel? I'm upset. Go to Google, start YouTube channel, click top link, follow steps. And, And so I would imagine though, if you're here, you've probably already at least you have your channel. Maybe it doesn't have a little avatar image yet or a cover image yet, but you have a Gmail address. And um, maybe you haven't activated your channel. Just do the steps. Sit down on a computer, do it on your phone. Get your channel started. Upload that YouTube short. What if I sound dumb? What do I, and no, just do it. Just get it done. You could always private it later. You could always make it unlisted later, but that is gonna get you a little bit of momentum. So do your first video. And then after that, get it uploaded. Step two is write down five to 10 questions that come to mind after listening to this episode. If you were, uh, you know, pulled out that legal pad, you may, may might already have those, but now rather than trying to, when you're kind of tired and you wake up and the coffee hasn't hit yet, and you're like, I don't even know what to talk about today. That's why if you have a list of five to 10, then shoot those over the next few days, daily if you want, 
But just keep the momentum going and just give it a shot. Every day, hold yourself to, to try to answer, you know, like you're talking to a friend. Someone calls you. Hey, quick question for you. Um, maybe it's actually somebody you would coach on your team or something. Like, hey, um, or just a friend, a prospect. Hey, I, I got to run to a meeting, but I'm just curious. Like, I'm trying to talk to my wife and she's not sure if, if now is a good time to buy. What would you say? And I, I have one media, m- minute before the meeting. Oh, it's not, I don't have a lot of time, but uh, here's what I would say. Like creativity works best in constraints. There's a constraint. So, and, and so keep it vertical. But the number three would be register for the class. I think do not miss um, this upcoming class. This actually will be the first one I think we've ever done on the real estate topic. I've probably spoken at probably over 10 real estate events now on YouTube uh, in different formats, but we've never done like a free online class breaking down step-by-step our strategies um, and uh, that's kind of a no-brainer. So then you've got some momentum. And by the way, when you take action on step one and two, you'll be ready for the class. You don't have to do anything to show up to the class. If you just want to get more information, certainly. But if you want to most powerfully position yourself, you'll already unlock some more insights just by what you've learned between now and then. And bring your questions, because I think we'll take as much time as we can for the Q&A. Um, and so you and I will be there to answer your questions. So register for the class. Link in the description. I forget what the URL is. What is it again? Realtubeclass.com. Realtubeclass.com. That's coming up soon, probably when this podcast drops. So register for that class. I hope this has been valuable. And uh, those are the three things that I would do. Thanks for joining us for this episode. And if this is just a surface level conversation on strategies for real estate agents with YouTube, so definitely make sure that you are going to join us on that class at realtubeclass.com. That's where we're going to be able to go a lot deeper and give you really those steps to get to start building on YouTube. So we'll see you there.